Hello, Legion of Audience. This is James. And before we get started today, I wanted to take a second and let you all know about the brand new Who Would Win Patreon. If you'd like to support the show and get behind-the-scenes access like you've never seen before, go to patreon.com slash whowouldwinshow right now. Who Would Win patrons will have access to outtake videos, early info on battles, and even get a vote on characters that we'll use in upcoming episodes. So if you'd like to support me and the show, head to patreon.com slash whowouldwinshow, and for as little as five bucks a month, you can define yourself as more than just a fan. You'll be an official member of the Legion. Hope to see you there. Monsters have been seen all over the city. Flying to destroy them is the caped crusader himself, Mysterio. Cruising around, zapping the beasts, Mysterio defeats them all and greets his adoring fans. One fan in particular stands motionless in the back of the group. After Mysterio does his speech, the voice just shouts out, Liar! The crowd gasps as the masked mallard Darkwing Duck steps forward. Mysterio is shocked to hear dispute. Take that back or it's gonna get dangerous. He responds, Darkwing Duck just gets right in his face and whispers, then let's get dangerous as they face off for a fight. It's Quentin versus Drake. It's Cage McKnight versus the terror that flaps in the night. It's Mysterio versus Darkwing Duck today on Who Would Win? And welcome to another episode of Who Would Win, a show that completely ignores anything important happening in the world and instead focuses on a fictional battle between two characters from worlds of comic, sci-fi, and fantasy. I'm your host, James Gavsey, and as always, I'm joined by the icon himself, the one and only Ray Stacanus. Today's battle is another classic confrontation, pitting good versus evil in a very strange encounter. In one corner, you have Darkwing Duck, Disney's comedic interpretation of Batman versus Mysterio, one of Spider-Man's more interesting enemies. As usual, I did the patented Who Would Win Google test just to see how many times this matchup has been discussed. And again, nowhere, nowhere could any mention of this battle be found. Yet again, the Who Would Win show does what it does and brings you the Legion of Audience, another premier geek culture battle. Ray, what are your thoughts on this matchup i'm always fired up when we can get two characters on the show that we've never seen before james i think you know this extremely well based on our most recent boardrooms <laughs> i'll pull that curtain back just slightly uh but i will i love me some darkwing duck i've been a fan of this character uh since the 90s early 90s when his show first came on the air it was fresh it was different i was already a fan of ducktales and so when this sort of popped out after DuckTales finished, it was a worthy next step in the evolution of these franchises. Now, Mysterio, uh, I've always kind of dumped on Mysterio as a villain. Uh, if you look at him, he doesn't win a whole lot. He uh, has some amazing kind of mental powers, but he is one of the goofier villains you'll find in all of Spider-Man's repertoire. And I'm going to tell you right now, that is saying something. That is saying a lot. You know, that is saying a lot. And look, I can't wait to get into this because I found out a lot of insane stuff about Mysterio and about Darkwing Duck as well. But we have to discuss something else, Race to Canis. There's a little bit of controversy surrounding the Who Would Win show based off what the whole production team, both yourself and myself, agreed should be done for the Who Would Win show library. Do you want to provide some details oh. on that? Yeah, absolutely. So look, everybody, this is a thing we've been talking about doing for over six months now. 
Uh, most of season one and most of season two was removed from the podcast catalog. Well, there's many different reasons why. We did put it behind a Patreon paywall. So if you want to get mad about that, it costs $1 to get in there. Get the episodes if you want to. So if it's not worth a dollar to you, why would it be worth complaining about to you? Let me start there Start there right now. $1. Uh, the, the other thing is we felt that episodes in season one and season two, for the most part, didn't fully reflect the show as it stands here in season five. We're trying to attract the biggest audience that we possibly can, right? That's obviously what we're trying to do. So please tell your friends, share this stuff on social media, get involved on social media at who would win show on Twitter or the facebook.com uh, Facebook group, uh, who would win show. All of that helps us. But my fear and the fear of the board was that people were going to like find the show, listen to an episode and say, oh, I want to go back to where we first started. I want to start at the beginning and listen through. And the show in those first few episodes, some of the sound quality was just atrocious, quite honestly. Uh, we tried a lot of stuff that just plain didn't work. James, do you remember when we had a, an engineer in room for the show? Who we do. let him We let him do the turning point instead of our judge. You remember that? Like, I we, do. We, we made a lot of strange choices uh, that ultimately I don't think reflect who we are now. So when new people experience the show, we want them to experience it to the level that we that we that we like. We don't want them to go back to early kind of rough episodes and be like, oh, that's the uh, I don't know if I'm into that. Start here, go back and pick any episode, and we will now stand behind the full quality and ideas behind it in a way that we just couldn't do with seasons one and two. There's a lot of truth to that. Look, you know, we, we've got some big sponsors coming. We're talking to even bigger sponsors. Our numbers are fantastic. I, I often say that instead of a podcast, we have an actual show. And a yeah. lot of our listeners agree with that. And that's how we run it. It's, it's insanely professional. And the problem that I personally had with our first season and a little bit of our second season was that if someone listened to that and made that first impression count and say, you know what, that that's what they do, that's what it is. Not that it was bad, it's just it can't hold a candle to what we do right now. That's and it. I can't believe I'm saying that, you know, Ray's so good, he is, I hate to say it, I'm so good, I'm pretty great. you know, the show, so exactly. So what we need to do is just represent the show as it is right now, which is why we did it. Now, speaking of putting your best foot forward and making an absolute fantastic impression because you want to attract the best listeners, the best readers, the best sponsors, just the best of the best it is time to introduce that that very person for the who would win show so making their first appearance on the who would win show is the creator of the geek culture news behemoth known as comic crusaders.com it's podcaster extraordinaire it's the one it's the only it's al mega al welcome to who would win what up me gente thank you for having me today on the who would win Woo, I'm feeling pumped, baby. Let's get it happen. This sounds like a firefight, and I can't wait to hear y'all talking points on this baby today. Woo. You know, Al, I just wish you could pump yourself up for this and just be somewhat excited. I often talk about you as, you know, one of the best people I know, one of the finest human beings ever met. You and I have go back quite some time and you've been a massive supporter of the Who Would Win show. So first and foremost, thank you so much for just being an incredible person, generous with your time, generous in spraying the word. We couldn't, we wouldn't be where we were without Al Megan, Comic Crusaders, and that's an absolute fact. Now, with that being said, tell our fan base, the Legion of Audience, what you been up to? All right, you know, comic crusaders cover all things pop culture, you know, with, with, through a variety of formats, you know, reviews and podcasts and vidcasts. 
And in the vidcast, we talk with amazing, talented, and creative individuals throughout the industry, not just comic book people, folks. We talk to musicians, filmmakers, producers. We do it all. And, you know, spreading the goodness, showing the love, you know, spreading that positivity, that good energy out there. That's what we're about. And so, I'm, you know, I'm always very excited. Like today, I had uh, my, my first review. And a while I put out, I had the honor of reviewing Studio. It's a book by Chuck D. Yes, that Chuck D from Public wow. Enemy, baby. It's a it's a three book uh a set, set um basically that he wrote during the COVID uh, time, and he's an artist, you know, by trade. You know, that's what he w- was going to be get get into artistry, you know, in that way in format, and uh, that he became a musician. And this book is really dope because it's it's really artistic. He he, it's, it's word, it's art, and you really get into the mind of in place of where he was at within his thoughts when he did that book. So definitely a wonderful read available now. Definitely got to check it out. And from his new press, Enemy Books. Love it. Now, now, press. Al, here's, here's the thing. We were talking before you came on the show about, you know, how the Who Would Win show wants to put his best foot forward at all times and kind of really represent that high-end quality, something that you and everything you do with Comic Crusaders share in terms of values overall. But look, let's just get down to brass tacks. There's a lot of geek culture news sites out there, right? There mm-hmm. are a lot of them, but they're not built equal right Absolutely what not. makes and i have my opinions on this but what makes comiccrusaders.com stand out from that crowd we have integrity we're honest we cover everything in positivity and love we don't do anything to cause gossip or, or, or the rest of the industry we're here to support the industry again you know we want this industry to flourish we want everybody creative to get noticed you know i mean we want to empower them uh, to be their best version of themselves. And if we were there at the beginning and to see them, you know, uh, reach the top, I've, I've spoken uh, a lot of uh, creators where I've seen them at a small booth, independent, right, just beginning. And then, you know, I've been doing this for over 10 years now. So to see them nine years later, man, yo, I just did my first cover for Marvel, IEW, you know, seeing their game step up. I feel like a proud papa because, you know, a lot of the times I was the first one that interviewed them. I was the first one that gave them some attention, you know, made them feel like, yeah, you could make it. We want to empower and, and keep everything exciting, you know, not just in the comic book world, but all across, you know, uh, pop culture and media in it's, itself. So you know, this is that energy. We bring that web out, baby. And we're a worldwide team. Don't forget that, too. So that's what I'm blessed with. So a whole shout out to my beautiful comic crusaders and Undercover Caves family. Love y'all guys. Thank you for everything. <laughs> It's all about family. I love it. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And Al, it's, it's just a thrill to have you on the show. Uh, we want to have you on forever. And I uh, love that your message is about positivity and keeping you know that integrity going. Now, with all that being said, we got to get to today's episode because it's going to be absolutely insane. So, Ray, please do us the honors and announce today's episode. Eh, integrity is overrated. Representing Marvel Comics, the supervillain who doesn't just take riches from his crimes, he gets a Jillian Hall. Mysterio. And representing Disney, the hero who likes to get down, Darkwing Duck. Does he like to get down? Is that one of his things? Gotta get down, baby. 
That's fair. All right. Well done, Ray. Now, before we go any further, let's go over the official rules of a Who Would Win match. Rule number one, each debate rule will make three points. Rule number two, the Who Would Win match is a random encounter in a neutral location with no prior knowledge of the opponent or time to prepare for the fight. Rule number three, the debater must stay within the confines of the character's personality, and the exact version of that character has to be specifically stated. Ray, I only know the animated version, the Disney animated version of Darkwing Duck. Is there another version you're going to use? What's the deal? You know, I mean, I believe there are some comic books put out there as well, but let's keep it real. I got everything I need in the cartoon version. Very cool. All right, listen, lots of great interpretations of Mysterio, but gotta be me doing the Marvel 616 current universe because... He's got a lot of cool stuff he's done in there. All right, rule number four. Debaters may only use examples of skills, powers, or weapons that are long-established part of the character's continuity. Feats from non-canon crossovers are allowed, but will be given less weight. Rule number five. The winner of the debate is whoever the judge decides has the best case for defeating their opponent by death, submission, or battlefield removal, and where no attack or threat can be made for at least two minutes, and, this is important, where no outside interference is allowed. And finally, rule number six, the judge is the final arbiter and can disallow or veto any point they feel violates these rules or established logic. And before we get started, don't forget to leave the Who Would Win show a five-star rating and a fantastic written review wherever you download and listen to podcasts. And now, let's get to the tale of the tape for both of our combatants. Ray, please give us the details for Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck is an animated crime-fighting duck in the city of St. Canard. He was created by Tad Stones and voiced by Jim Cummings. He first appeared in the TV episode of Darkwing Duck, Darkly Dawns the Duck, Part 1, in 1991. A spin-off of the very popular DuckTales Disney cartoon show, Darkwing Duck is a parody of several well-known action properties that came before it. Notably, you had the Shadow, the Green Hornet, and of course, Batman. By day, Drake Mallard is just some regular duck, but by night, he dons a mask and takes to the streets as Darkwing Duck, hero of St. Canard striking fear in the hearts of his enemies with a host of gadgets and other powers to talk about. Now, fun fact, despite being a spinoff of DuckTales and featuring the characters of Launchpad McQuack and Gizmo Duck, and even referencing Scrooge McDuck in an episode, Darkwing Duck is not set in the same universe as the DuckTales TV show. Yep. Uh, there's no add-on there. It's just crazy that the showrunners have said it's just a completely different deal. Is it a multiverse thing? Is Kang going to show up? Hey, look, nobody knows because that's about as far as it was thought out. And that is Darkwing Duck. Wait a second. Wait a second. So is that the same then for the original series in the early 90s and for the recent relaunch of the series? So th- I, those- can't, I, I can't speak for the recent relaunch. That's not really what I'm leaning on here. Uh, and I didn't put any effort into researching any newer Darkwing Duck material because honestly, like that's not true to the character I'm talking about, right? But uh, yeah, uh, this came out uh, like a year or two after DuckTales like ended and then they were just like, oh, it's the animation style. A bunch of the characters basically set in the same world, totally unrelated. I don't know. It's wild to me that that's the truth. You know, Disney's just playing 4D chess at all times. 
you know, who knows what they're thinking, what they're going to come up with all next. times. All times. All right, well done right now. Here are the details for Mysterio. Mysterio, whose real name is Quentin Beck, is a notable villain in the Marvel Comics universe, primarily serving as an antagonist for Spider-Man. First appearing in The Amazing Spider-Man number 13 in June 1964, Mysterio was created by writer Stan Lee and artist Steve Ditko. Beck was originally a special effects artist and a stuntman working for a major Hollywood studio with dreams of making a name for himself in the film industry. However, when his career didn't take off as he'd hoped, he turned to a life of crime using his expertise in illusion technology and special effects to commit spectacular theatrical crimes. In his guise as Mysterio, Beck uses his mastery of special effects, hypnotism, and illusion casting to disorient and destabilize his opponents. A longtime opponent of Spider-Man, Mysterio has solidified himself as a major threat both on his own and as part of the Sinister Six. And here's an interesting fact about Mysterio. Did you know that Mysterio was supposed to appear in the unmade fourth Tobey Maguire-led Spider-Man film? It's true. Spider-Man Far From Home was not supposed to be the first time that movie fans saw Mysterio. Instead, Sam Raimi had plans to bring him into the movies. However, after the studio interfered with Spider-Man 3 and demanded Venom, who Raimi didn't care about at all. Terrible. And then Nick's, yeah, it was horrible. And then nixed his idea to introduce the Vulture, Sam Raimi left. The Vulture, however, wasn't the only villain he wanted either, as he also wanted Mysterio in a cameo in his fourth unmade Spider-Man movie. And who did he have in mind to play Mysterio? Why, it was none other than, you guessed it, Bruce Campbell. Yes, it's true. Bruce Campbell was supposed to be Mysterio. What incredible. That would have been amazing. In the Tobey Maguire Spider-Verse, how great would that have been? But then again, sometimes studios don't want us to have nice things. And now you have the facts on both opponents. Al, do you have any questions before we get started? No, I'm ready. I'm ready. You, you guys, I got notes, diversions. I'm, I'm very familiar with, with the Darkwing Duck that version of him because I was watching the tune then. You know, I was one of those teens coming home, man. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Before I did my homework. <laughs> All right. And of course, being a fan of old school Spider, yeah, I, I dig Mysterio. So, you know, since you're going with that 616, yep, I understand. So let I'm, re I'm ready to hear these talking points, baby. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Let's get this party started. Ray, hit us with your point number one. You say you were watching it before you did your homework. I was watching it instead of doing my homework. Point number one <laughs> for Darkwing Duck. We got to talk about all his gear. Now, look, Darkwing Duck is a character that there's a lot of stuff. You know, I did the Punisher a couple weeks ago who has 50 years of things. So you're just going to have to leave some stuff off. So sorry if I don't get to everything in advance. Here we go. Gear for Darkwing Duck. First off is costume. He wears a Teflon coating over his costume, which makes him hard to grab. Uh, it makes him very, very loose and nimble and able to slide through things and, you know, uh, dodge punches and have punches bounce off him, that kind of a thing. It's also tear proof, you know, for whatever that's worth. Tear gas won't work on him. Uh, important if you're shooting tear gas. Get to that in a second. Uh, he can glide using his costume as well. And there's also a built-in parachute in case for some reason he's dropped from a big height. He also has a gas gun. The gas gun is like, that's the core to Darkwing Duck's character. He has a gas gun that does 10 billion different things. Some of the different types of gas that he has shot out of his gun include uh, smoke gas. So, you know, he could smoke it up so nobody could see. Sleeping gas to cause his enemy to fall asleep. Laughing gas, obviously, to, you know, incapacitate them through hilarity. Uh, tear gas, hey, I mentioned that before, tear gas to make him cry and knock him down that way. Sneezing powder, smog, I don't know how smog is different than smoke, it just is. I guess he went to Los Angeles back in the 90s for a couple of days. 
He also has a freeze gas, which can turn everything very, very cold, you know, blocks of ice, that kind of a thing, and itching powder. So you see he has a lot of different tools in his belt, as it were, in order to incapacitate somebody or debuff them in some way. So when you're fighting against Darkwing Duck, you are almost guaranteed to not be fighting at your best. And I would argue for a character like Mysterio, that's a guy who needs things to kind of come together. That's a guy who doesn't deal well with debuffs, as we've seen in his countless comic book adventures, that when things start going wrong, he doesn't always have answers for it. So getting debuffed could hurt Mysterio even worse than some other characters. But moving on with gear, Darkwing Duck has a grappling hook, and it's not just that he uses it like a bat, you know, Batman would, shoot it and then fly through the city. He does, but he's also used it to take down a Zeppelin before. He's also put suction cups on it, shot it, and then like yanked a thing out of somebody's hand, right? Also, it doubles as a flamethrower. He puts a boxing glove at the end of it and knocks people out with it. And he's also put, speaking of Fast and the Furious, we weren't, but I always am. He has a reverse polarity magnet on his grappling gun, much like they did in Fast 9, if you remember that masterpiece of a movie. He used the magnet. It's so powerful, it threw an entire suit of armor uh, around. Other ammo for the gas gun also includes, because it's not just gas, he's also shot glue out of it to, to gum somebody up and you know glue them to the wall, glue them to the floor. He once shot a crate that flew up in the air and then dropped an anvil on that person's head like it was a Wile E. Coyote cartoon. Oh yes, there will be Toon Force here in a later point. He's also shot James Gavsey's favorite weapon, foam. The thing that he said defeated Megatron is a thing that Darkwing Duck has used to defeat his enemies, that foam that surrounds you. But it also could shoot electricity as well and shock people. I know that Mysterio uses a lot of gadgets, a lot of, you know, technology. Getting 20,000 volts to it isn't going to help any of his technology. I'll tell you that. Final thing, cufflinks. He has fancy cufflinks that have buzzsaw in them for helping him escape from traps or hitting people if he needs to, as well as acid, like the Joker's acid that shoots out of his flower. He can shoot it out of his uh, cufflinks. Basically, if you need to know about the gear of Darkwing Duck, Think about a hundred years or whatever it's been of Batman, and that's what Darkwing Duck has times a hundred. And that's my point number one. Look, here's the thing with Darkwing Duck. He's got amazing tech. He really does. And he's good at using one thing and then this thing. But really, it's kind of, even though his tech is really awesome and his gadgets are fantastic, his usage of them sometimes is a little pedestrian. Now, let me just compare that to, say, a Batman who can hit you with a batarang that's electrified. Then he throws a smoke grenade on the ground so you can't see him. And then he hits you with this. Then the foam comes out. He does this all like one time one thing after another, like a martial artist using weaponry. It is absolutely seamless. Darkwing Duck, he's had some misfires. He's kind of like a one thing at a time. Or, hey, I've used foam here. This would be a great time to do it, but I'm not going to use foam. I'm going to use something else. He's lacking in consistency in his usage of his gadgetry, which I also, by the way, I don't think is his greatest weapon or capability. Not to take away from it, it's just kind of pedestrian in how he uses it. So let me get to my point number one, because it kind of mirrors, Ray, your point as well. Let's talk about Mysterio's tech. Now, there's a lot of great stuff that Mysterio brings to the table because he's not just a regular stunt person, even though stunt people, by the way, are some of my favorite people 
Entertainment, and they are walking, talking superheroes with the damage they can take. More on that later. So Mysterio's tech includes illusion projectors. These things are insane. Now, this is his most iconic and frequently used gadget, and these allow him to create these really hyper-realistic illusions that can fool even the keenest, greatest minds. I'm talking Reed Richards as well. They create complex, these three-dimensional images and can manipulate sound. These completely fool people all the time, including Spider-Man, everyone with hyper or active senses, this is going to fool them. Now, on top of these illusion projectors, these are slightly different. These are these holographic projectors, and this is a more advanced version of what he's got. And these devices allow Mysterio to create these three-dimensional holograms. These holograms can be used on himself for disguise. They can create distractions. He once took the Sinister Six and said, hey, I'm going to create these holographic avatars through projections for all of us, and no one could see through it or detect that they weren't actually who they were. He actually turned the lizard into Wolverine Marine, and that fooled Spider-Man. That's crazy. He's got these mist generators. I love this. So he employs these mist generators to create this thick mist or smoke, and this obscures vision, adds this distorting effect of his illusions, and he often combines the mist with this hallucinogenic gas that he's got, and this really confuses and disorients his enemies. He just absolutely wrecks people with this. And on top of that, of course, you got the hallucinogenic gas. This is something he's developed. His helmet can re release the special gases. You can do it with his gloves, and this causes these crazy disorienting, vivid hallucinations to anyone who breathes even a little bit of this in, this is crazy. He's also got a gas gun, which shoots, shoots all different types of gases that range from more hallucinogens, sleeping gas, corrosive gas. Fun fact, when he's cloaked in his mist and gases, Mysterio uses sonar to detect objects and opponents that are nearby, so good luck sneaking up on him or trying to blind him or disorient him with smoke or smog. He also has these robot drones that he can use, these tiny little things. He uses them for surveillance. He can make them part of his attack and for offense, What's really cool is that he can attack someone really from afar because he can see through them and see what's going on and have them attack his opponents in a whole bunch of different ways and while he's at a safe distance. And also, he can use them in combination with his illusions to make it look like there's a giant monster coming at you. Really, really cool. He's got this hypnotic light because he's a master of hypnosis. And this puts someone into a suggestive state, makes him very susceptible to his illusions and commands. He's got these cool discs that he can throw or just roll over that create a massive electric discharge over very large areas, taking out any anyone except for himself. And this blast of electricity was strong enough to take out Spider-Man. Now let's talk about his suit because he's got enhancements in the suit. The suit itself has got these cool capabilities. Firstly, it's completely self-contained. I don't know if you know this. It's got its own internal air supply. Nothing's getting into this. He's not breathing in any smoke or gas or whatever it is. Again, he's got that somewhere to see, see out of it. And the suit is designed to be also insanely resistant to damage. And the gloves can also release gas at close ranges. And the iconic fishbowl helmet is sealed. Again, he's got his own oxygen supply so he's fine for quite some time. But there's a whole lot more. The suit is now somewhat of an exoskeleton, and this enhances Mysterio's durability and his strength to superhuman levels. Low superhuman levels, by the way. Now, is he picking up a bus and throwing it a mile away? No, but can he now hit hard enough to really hurt Spider-Man? Absolutely. And his suit can also shoot an EMP to disable any tech around him except for his, and it's also immune to electricity and fire. And a final note, he can shoot blasts of lightning-like electrical energy as well as powerful fire out of his gloves that not only can hurt Spider-Man, scare the heck out of him. That's crazy. Now, you got to keep this in mind. Mysterio isn't just great at using one of these things at a time. Again, unlike Darkwing Duck, who uses this in a pedestrian way, Mysterio is a master of using all of this in any combination at high speed. It's not just Mysterio with illusions. It's Mysterio using everything he's got at his disposal in any combination he needs to to create these to, to really create these crazy superhuman feats. Put all that together, and that's my point number one.
Yeah, I, you're overstating a heck of a lot of what Mysterio can do right now. There's a reason he had to join the Sinister Six, and basically, anytime he's in the group, let's face facts, he's number six of the Sinister Six. And that's because he doesn't really have any powers. He has very human limitations to everything he can do. And if it, and he's just a big weirdo, honestly, who walks around with a fishbowl on his head. A fishbowl that I could absolutely see. Darkwing Duck taking his spring-loaded suction cup gun, shooting, and yanking off of his head. If he he was in a Darkwing Duck cartoon. Couldn't you see him pulling that move against him and hitting him with sleeping gas? Because I absolutely could. But also, Darkwing Duck is a great detective, much like Batman. He once correctly deduced that a Quacker Jack toy he was looking at was actually a person who got transformed and, and shrunk into a toy, right? He was able to find Negaduck's hideout because he traced a crumb of bread back to a certain building's room service that they were offering, right? Uh, of course, he missed the giant flag on top of the building that marked it as the uh, hideout. That's not the point I'm trying to make, though. <laughs> he obviously can use a lot of clues around him to determine what's going on. If he wasn't a detective, I think Mysterio's illusions would be a problem. But Darkwing Duck is a guy who figures that stuff out really quickly. You know, I'd like to apologize to all of our fans, the Legion of Audience, who, you know, do wear fishbowls on their head. There's nothing wrong with it. You do you. <laughs> And don't listen to Race to Canis. That's uh, that's a fashion statement. And if you can pull it off, more power to you. Now, Al, you've heard one point from both Ray and myself. Where's your head at so far with this battle? All right. The technology is games. So right now, uh, on technology, their game is on par. But I do see a deficiency in one of the characters. Because one of the guys here, you know what I mean, I think is a little bit more better prepped, if you will, you know, uh, apparently for a situation like this. And while the other may be able to perceive things very well, remember, they didn't have any prep. So not much of the tech, right? <laughs> but but on, on the tech, it's like a really close, really close, really close match here. But uh, one of the two definitely does have, a, 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 I think, a very minor upper hand thus far. Love it. All right. This is why it's important to have insanely prepared and intelligent judges like Al Mega, who, uh, you know, also doesn't like musicals. Just want to remind you that, uh, <laughs> Al, we're on the same page with that, unlike Race to Canis. All right, Ray, it's a close battle. Go ahead and hit us for your point number two. It's weird because our judge just said one of these two has much better uh, prep ahead of time for an encounter like this. And I went, oh, obviously, me, Darkwing Duck. I just spent my entire first point rattling off every gadget he has <laughs> with him that's usable in any possible situation. And then our judge goes, oh, but I mean the other guy who James didn't do that with. So I'm questioning, Al. I'm questioning right now if you're listening to me when I'm talking or does my beautiful face distract you? I need you to <laughs> listen to my point number two, and that's physicality because Mysterio is a regular old guy. Was he a stuntman? Sure. To me, that just means he's, he's beat up at this point. He's got a broken body. Any stuntman or pro wrestler who achieves a certain age is broken physically. Let me tell you that. But Darkwing Duck is at a pure physicality. I honestly didn't realize until I started uh, researching this character how uh, dangerous a combatant Darkwing Duck is in hand to hand. This is a guy who has a black belt in Quack Foo. Now, I don't know how Quack Foo translates, but I have to believe it's Bruce Lee style Kung Fu, uh, but in the duck universe of that version of it. But he also knows how to use weapons because he's also an accomplished fencer. And he is very, very good with sword play as well. He's also a very creative fighter. He invented a move called the double reverse paddle drop boom, boom kick. 
that he can absolutely wreck faces with when he absolutely needs to. I don't know a lot about Mysterio as being a fighter who can deal with somebody who has a black belt in quack foo. If the illusions don't work because my detective can figure out what's going on, and I think he can, and he can deduce like where Mysterio is, if he tracked a crumb of bread because of room service, he can find Mysterio in a battlefield situation. I think that this is a guy who, when it comes down to brass tacks of fighting, Darkwing Duck gets it done because it's not just the uh, talent. It's also the, the, the intangibles, his strength. This is a guy who bent a girder just by walking on it. He had his lips stuck to a fire hydrant and he ripped that fire hydrant up out of the ground. That's not something Mysterio can do. He quickly has been able to dig his way through solid earth. Have you tried to dig before with your hands? Were you able to just go through super smooth? He is a very, very strong character. He was uh, matched up with a guy named Gizmo Duck, who is the that world's equivalent of Robocop, a cyborg, right? And he fought him with even strength. When they had a battle of strength against each other, neither one could get an advantage. If you can arm wrestle RoboCop to a draw, I think you're going to do pretty good in the physicals department against regular guy Mysterio, right? He also fought a guy named Negaduck, who was a lot like a character called Midnighter. James, you know Midnighter? I think you're familiar. Well, he's a guy who can accurately predict his opponent's moves. That's also something that Negaduck could move, and Darkwing Duck was still able to surprise him. So when you say Mysterio won't be surprised, I don't know about that if he can uh, uh, surprise a Midnighter-style equivalent character. But he's also, he's also agile. He swings around with ease like Errol Flynn in a pirate movie from, what, the 1940s? And he just swings around with chandeliers and whatever else the heck he can find, and he's very agile. He can also disappear from sight. Whether he uses a smoke bomb or not, this is a guy, I swear to God, I saw a clip. It's basically like he teleported all around this entire room while talking to these kids for reasons I can't even understand. But he did it. He moved so fast. It was basically faster than the eye can see. He does blurred, you know, visions when he's doing some of his combat moves, which means that our eyes can't perceive it. He's moving so fast. Again, Mysterio, regular guy. He's also very, very durable. This is a guy who's tanked electricity, extreme temperatures, explosives. He once uh, got trapped in a bear trap and just pulled it off and kept on going like nothing happened. He's been shot repeatedly and it didn't affect his ability to keep going. A dragon slapped him with his tail. <laughs> that, that would hurt. Not Darkwing Duck. He got up and kept on going. Uh, you know, my favorite feat of all time is when somebody can fall from space and land to Earth and then get up and be fine. Darkwing Duck has not done that. But what he has done was he jumped off a 96-story office building, pretty close, hit the ground, got up and kept on going. The durability is off the charts for Darkwing Duck, especially when compared to a regular guy like Mysterio. And one time he got hit with an actual wrecking ball. Miley Cyrus was not on it, unfortunately. But he got hit by a wrecking ball and was able to keep on fighting and win his fight. Darkwing Duck can get hit, sliced, and I'll get more into that in my point number three. But this is a guy that I don't know what Mysterio could possibly do. Illusions aren't going to get it done. You actually have to hit him at some point, and Mysterio cannot hit Darkwing Duck with enough force to put him down, and that's my point number two. Look, first of all, to address the very first things you said, Ray, in your point number two, I also agree that your face has caused a lot of weird reactions in people. So yes, absolutely. You look at Ray Canis for too long, you know, something happens in your soul. You. Yeah. It's, it's just, I've, I've had to apologize to so many people. When we've gone out for dinner. That's why we haven't gone out for dinner recently. Okay. Let's talk about Darkwing Duck because 
you know, first of, first of all, I love the character because he does have these really cool physicals at specific times. And what I noticed about Darkwing Duck, remember, as an MMA guy, I love looking at strategy, breaking down how someone fights and what have you. He's got some skill in fighting. I'm not going to deny that. I believe his instructor was Quack Lee, which means, I guess, whatever. And he's, you know, you know. Quack Foot. Wasn't it Quack Lee? I think it might have been the second uh, series then I'm thinking about. So I'll anyway. be honest, I don't know, but I'll take it. You put it on the table, James. Too late. No takesy backsies. Cool. It won't help you. You know, here's the thing. What I noticed about Darkwing Duck, he has a weakness. He has a deficiency. When it comes to taking blunt force trauma from an object, yeah, he can do it. Can he tank electricity and, and he'll be damaged, but he'll just kind of get back up? If a piano falls on him, does he kind of like spring up and see birds floating around him and his teeth are replaced by piano keys? Yeah, but then he kind of gets back up you know, and tries to shake it off. But here's the thing. He's not good at taking physical punishment in the form of punches and kicks. That's the problem. See, throw a piano at him. Yeah, he can tank it and shake it off, whatever, but punch him in the face and he feels it. In fact, there's so many times, so many examples of where Darkwing Duck has been punched, hit, kicked, shoved for that matter, and he felt it in a big way, fell down or whatever it was, and that affected him much more. I believe I cracked the code. Darkwing Duck has an aura that can prevent massive amounts of kinetic energy and energy itself from damaging him, but when you shrink it down the form of punches and strikes, that's going to get through as evidenced throughout the entire series of Darkwing Duck. Now, let me get to my point. Yeah, that's my genius analysis. Let me get to my point number two. Let's talk about Mysterio's other abilities and cool capabilities. Now, listen, he's a stunt pro. And, you know, the WGA strike's happening right now. And I know quite a few writers and we talk and what have you. And I really feel their pain. I want them to get what they deserve. Absolutely, 100%. They've been treated unfairly. No disagreement. Now, here's the thing, though. When I hear some of my friends who are writers say, and we're the most important part of the entire process of creating a TV series or a film... I have to disagree. Are they equally as important as the big important parts of the process? Yes. But are they more important than the stunt pros, the people that literally put their lives on the line who have to tank punishment because that's what they do and they have to kind of reenact explosions, take whatever it is? Yeah. Writers are fantastic. So are stunt pros because these people are walking, talking superheroes with their martial arts training, with all their physicality. You're taught, take an NFL player and put him up against a seasoned stunt pro. And I don't know which one can do the more impressive physical feats. That's all I'm saying. Now, on top of all of this, Mysterio is a absolutely insanely intelligent person. He's a master of disguise. He can tank crazy damage to the stunt pro. He's also a mechanical engineer. He's a genius inventor. He's even got advanced knowledge of robotics, which is crazy. He knows a great deal of applied chemistry, especially the use of hallucinogens and electronics and all that kind of good stuff. He knows how to use this on the fly in a random encounter. He's a master strategist. He can come up with great plans in any environment on the fly. You put him in an unexpected encounter with Spider-Man of all people, and he's going to figure out how to use his environment around him with no prior prep time, just with the tools he has on hand. On top of that, Mysterio is actually a fantastic fighter. He's able to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Daredevil and Spider-Man and has even tanked punches from She-Hulk. That's insanely impressive. He's mastered the art of deception where he can make someone think wherever he wants them, you know, whatever he wants them to. Listen, I'm known for my intoxicating mind fog. Mysterio is taking that to another level. He can convince people of anything. He's a master of physiological and psychological manipulation and he's learned hypnotism to such a degree that he weaponized it. This is crazy. Look, this is someone who can completely manipulate and fool Daredevil 
Daredevil into believing a dead loved one is somehow coming back to life and then attacking him. And that's Daredevil with a super hearing, the super senses, the sonar, which should be able to see through any illusions and deception, but he couldn't see through Mysterio's illusions at all. Mysterio's a guy that convinced Spider-Man that he was six inches tall. And another time he convinced Spider-Man that he was somehow invisible and had vanished, all while Spider-Man was in shock because his spider senses couldn't tell him what the hell was really going on. That's Mysterio. He's a master of faking his death, which he uses as a misdirection. So all of a sudden, it looks like he's dead from something. Everyone's like, oh, good, he's dead. Look at his body. We won. And that's when Mysterio shows up from behind at a distance and takes you out. He's mastered. I mean, mastered the Batman style of disappearing. In fact, he's so good at disappearing and reappearing in a completely different spot that many think he's using teleportation. And this is something he does to Spider-Man, who he catches completely unaware. His stealth, his stealth is so good that even Doctor Strange's magic couldn't detect Mysterio. And his illusions are so powerful that even Iron Man's tech couldn't see through him. Look, his illusions and acting ability were so good that they fooled this character named Miss Sinister, not Mr. Sinister, Miss Sinister, who's a really skilled telepath. And he fooled her into thinking she was talking to Wolverine's daughter, but it was really Mysterio using his holographic imaging to disguise himself and his acting skills. He's so good that he fooled Spider-Man, this character named Nova, and the entire Fantastic Four into fighting each other because he fooled them all into thinking that each of these members were part of the Sinister Six, right? So Spider-Man's like, oh no, there's these Sinister Six members. And Reed Richards is like, why am I getting hit by this character from the Sinister Six? No, I gotta take on. He just completely, as he just kind of watched and then, you know, was absolutely fine. Look, as cool as Darkwing Duck is, He's never faced off against anyone like Mysterio who can fool Dr. Strange's magic, Reed Richards' intelligence, and, and Iron Man's tech. That is something crazy. That's my point number two. You're leaving out a huge part of the fact of why some of those feats are even possible in Mysterio's world, right? His prior knowledge and the ability to know these people ahead of time and put work in before he meets them. That's why he's able to do those things in those situations. That's not something he's going to have in a random encounter with a total stranger. What family member of Darkwing Ducks is he going to suddenly know about to create an illusion on the fly for to send out there? The answer is no one. There is no emotional appeal that his illusions are going to work on Darkwing Duck. And while, yes, you can hide from Iron Man tech if you have full understanding of Iron Man's tech and how it works you don't know how Darkwing Duck works coming in you don't know how this tune forced individual works with his suction cup gun that could yank your helmet right off at a moment's notice that's not what he's prepared for he's going to be in trouble and let's remember Mysterio part of the Sinister Six six villains who fought Spider-Man and they all lose they all lose at the same time so one-on-one does he have some good feats when he can set it up yes does he get rocked when his first trick doesn't work? Typically, that's how it works. This is a one-on-one battle, James. He doesn't have the Fantastic Four to trick Darkwing Duck into attacking and get wrecked by. He has to handle it himself, and that's where Mysterio always falls down. Mm. He can prepare against Doctor Strange's magic and Iron Man's tech because he knows all about it beforehand. He lives in that world ahead of time. There's plenty of research and people you can talk to. Not a case here. Brilliant. Yeah, I guess a gas gun could totally uh, fool him. Knocks him right right out. All right, we are at the turning point. Where after hearing two points from Ray and myself, Al tells us who's ahead and what the other side has to do to win. But before we get to what Al has to say, let's celebrate the Hoodwin Patron of the Week. Every week we choose one of our amazing members of the Hoodwin Show's Patreon community and put them in a battle. Ray, which patron do we have today? You know it's a special episode when this gentleman finds his way into the circle. 
Welcome back once again, Gabe the Brawler in Grata. Ooh, okay, listen. When you have Gabe and Grata on the show, you got to understand that you're dealing with a genius, a literal genius. Literal. Literal genius. So you got to put him up against someone who just doesn't have the physicals, but also has the mental capabilities, a mental powerhouse. All right, I got no choice. Gabe, let's see what you can do against Rocket Raccoon. Rocket Raccoon, that's an interesting poll. Now, they're roughly the same size. Gabe being a smaller individual, younger even, and Rocket Raccoon. So the first thing Rocket's going to think is, this kid's not a threat. This is a chance encounter. He sees Gabe coming at him. He doesn't know the stack of bodies that Gabe has already left behind in who would win one-on-one battles. So he's probably just going to come over and try to just like shove him out of the way as he walks by. And then Gabe is just going to plant his feet, stand there, and Rocket's going to bounce off of him like a pro wrestler who goes for a shoulder block, but then he himself hits the ground. That'll be Rocket Raccoon, at which point he looks up and goes, okay, kid, this is on. And he's going to start pulling out all kinds of different weapons. The problem is Gabe's a tactician. Rocket's standing far too close. So every single time he pulls out a gun, Gabe yanks it out of his hand and throws it away. He pulls out a rocket launcher. Gabe is standing two inches away. He slaps that down. Finally, Rocket empties his pockets. A butterfly comes out of one of them, a moth the other. And he says, I'm out, kid. And Gabe and Grata looks at him and then headbutts Rocket Raccoon right in the nose, putting him straight down. Gabe, you take it again. Great tactics. I mean, I got to tell you, when a genius comes to a battle, a headbutt from out of nowhere is completely unseen. Great tactics. You know, there's a reason why Gabe's a genius. This is a great win for him. Congratulations, Gabe. Now, remember, you too can become a celebrated patron of the week. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash show and sign up, and you may be featured in an upcoming episode of Who Would Win. Now, back to the turning point. Al, you've had a moment to ponder two points from both Ray and myself. Who do you think is ahead, and what does the other side have to do to pull out the victory? Oh, man. Actually, there were great points made. And right now, it's tied. It honestly is. This could go either way or dependent on what is said next. Because one character here seems to be too much reliant on, on some on a certain factor, which leads me to believe that the other character, which also uses the same type of material, may be immune. So it's like, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, they, they have similar weaponry that they use, you know, to, to mentally distract, if you will. Uh, so I think that right now, th- this third point is vital. It could, I, I don't know which way it's going to lean, man. I, I got to see where you guys are going to take me. I got to understand what the third point is because right now it really is a 50-50 split match. Who will win for real? Because <laughs> I, I, I got notes, guys. I got notes. Bring it, baby. See, that's what I'm talking about. He's listening now. Al's listening now, James. You're in trouble. I know, I know, Al, you were listening to when you and I both agreed we couldn't stand musicals, but Ray said he did love them more than anything in the whole world. So let's see how this fight goes down. Ray, it's Anyone's Battle. Hit us with your point number three. Look, you don't need a BFA in musical theater to be great on the Who Would Win show. 
I'm just saying it helps. Point number three for Darkwing Duck. Let's talk about his intelligence as well as a certain X factor. Now, first off, you're right, Al. You can't use gas as your primary weapon if it's just gonna knock you out every single time you try to use it. So there is some durability to those types of attacks and I mentioned it earlier. And let's follow it through. One of the big ways that Mysterio, you know, he knocked out an entire high school, right? Uh, that he attacked Spider-Man's high school, knocked everybody out. How? Gas attack. Not going to work against a character who uses gas as his primary weapon. And additionally, he has uh, intelligence on his side. Now, I don't, I don't think Quentin Beck's a dumb guy at all. I mean, he's a stage magician and a stuntman. Most stuntmen I have, uh, how many PhDs, uh, how many Nobel Prizes does your average stuntman on the street have that you've met, James? No, wait, not too many. However, Darkwing Duck is a supremely intelligent guy. This is, again, Batman. You know how great a detective and thinker Batman is? Put that with Darkwing Duck because he's created an antidote for Bushroot, who's a Poison Ivy-esque supervillain. Uh, he created a, a serum, turned his adopted daughter, Goslin into like this duck slime plant monster. Darkwing Duck just created an antidote from just studying the thing and taking it back to his lab. Darkwing Duck is a guy who makes his own gas gun ammo. If you make your own weaponry, you know how to use it that much better. He once built a functional howitzer tank out of just a bunch of garbage lying around a dump. He is improvisational. This is what he can do. He once made catapults from coconut trees and just launch them at people. That's the whole thing. He can take advantage of his environment. He doesn't need everything set up in a meticulous way for him to achieve success the same way Mysterio does. He can improvise on the fly. Mysterio has not always shown an ability to do so, but let's just talk about it now. Toon Force. You knew it was coming. Toon Force is the big thing that separates these two characters. Let's face facts. Most characters can't carry the number of items and gear that I said Darkwing Duck has, but Darkwing Duck has Toon Force. He has Toon Force level carrying capabilities. He once was asked to empty his pockets and he pulled out three different guns, swords, a rubber chicken, a laser pistol, an entire chainsaw, a bow and arrow set, and like five other things in this moment. He carries anything he needs to because he has the cartoon ability to do so. But let's talk about some of the ways he's taken down damage and how it's affected him with his Toon Force as a defensive ability because this is a guy who had his molecules shredded and rearranged and came back just fine. He once got turned into literal dust and he came back right away. He got smashed into a literal paste on the ground, came back right away. He got crumpled into a bunch of pieces, again, falling on the ground. He's been like atomized, disintegrated, fully destroyed, cut to ribbons, and he reforms and joins the fight immediately. He had his brain literally taken out of his body that was only a mild inconvenience to him. He had his face ripped off of his body and all it did was annoy him a little bit. His eyes got ripped out, he shoved them back in. He got one of the most crazy things I ever seen. He got squished into a flat thing by this gigantic thug, shoved like a credit card into an ATM, and then got ejected from the ATM as a dollar bill, and then just poop, right there. Whoa, three seconds later, he was back to being Darkwing Duck again. What are you gonna do to him? What are these illusions gonna almost pretend to do to Darkwing Duck when this won't put him down? He got flattened uh, flat by a semi, and then he shook himself out and he was fine. He got inflated, turned into a balloon animal, popped, and was back right away. He was torn apart by a lion. He was crushed into a ball. He got his head stuffed into his body. 
he had his head blown off with a stick of dynamite and kept the battle going. Everything you said about Mysterio is this emotional appeal. He can trick them into doing things they don't want to do, and that's all great, but he doesn't know how Darkwing Duck works. And one of these Toon Force feats is either going to make him, you know, pretend that he died. That's the thing Mysterio shockingly does to a hilarious extent, is fake his own death. I honestly started laughing at how many times he's tried it. He's going to fake his own death when he sees a Darkwing Duck get his head smashed into his body and then pop back out again. He's going to head for the hills and get out of here. He has no answer for this defense, and that's my point number three. Now, this is interesting because I want to kind of go back first and address something, you know, talking about this gas and what have you. Darkwing Duck does have a gas mask, and when he remembers to put it on, that's cool. But uh, Mysterio has a perpetual gas mask in the form of that well-named fishbowl he wears on his head. By the way, Spider-Man's punched it and at best cracked it. I doubt a suction cup will pull that off his head. All good stuff. Now, listen, in terms of stunt pros, race to Canis, I'm just going to defend the stunt pro industry right now. Do they have PhDs? Yes, some of them do. But do they have expert or mastery knowledge in at least three to four different areas of science? Yes. Why? Because they have to. They have to understand how explosions work. They have to understand how engineering works, electrical engineering, pulleys, the whole thing, how to take damage. I mean, these people, stunt pros, literally are walking, talking superheroes. You should know this by now, Race to Canis. Now, in terms of Toon Force, I've already addressed this. He can take crazy amounts of damage. It's impressive. It's fun. It's crazy good. But when it comes to punches and kicks, he's not so good at tanking that but here's the real kicker punching darkwing duck or even hitting him with a truck or something like that that's not how mysterio wins his bigger fights this is a completely different type of 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 opponent that darkwing duck is fighting and let me reveal all in my point number three where i'm going to discuss my point number three darkwing duck's weaknesses mysterio's big wins and how this fight's really going to go down so darkwing duck has a few weaknesses first of all he's really overconfident often to the point of arrogance like a race to canis and all the time this leads him to underestimating his enemies or failing to fully consider the consequences of his actions we see this all the time for instance in the episode dry hard he dismisses the threat of the liquidator and ends up getting caught in the liquidator's trap quite easily that's ridiculous another weakness darkwing duck's pride often gets the better of him he's got this strong desire for public admiration and recognition it's a weird thing and this time sometimes clouds his judgment or distracts from his missions in a duck by any other name a really cool episode he spends more time worrying about his public image than dealing with the villain that he was taking on this really cool character named tusker nini which i guess was a magic based villain this is something that um mysterio's gonna be able to pick up on because he reads people People insanely well. Now, Darkwing Duck, he's also easily manipulated. Very often, very often, he is open to mind control, as I stated earlier. And on top of that, this is his biggest weakness. He always needs outside help. This outside help is in the form of his adopted daughter, Gosselin Millard, and his friend, Launchpad McQuack. In fact, in almost every episode, and I checked, of both like, the old and the new series, but definitely the old series, Darkwing Duck always needs substantial help from either one or both of these two to get the win, which means his solo victories are almost non-existent, where he got the victory by himself 100% without any outside interference from these two people. Because again, this is who would win. There's no outside interference. There's no Launchpad McQuack. There's no Gosselin Millard. There's nothing there. It's just him. And now he's in trouble. Now, in terms of wins, Mysterio has beaten the Kingpin. He beat Daredevil, both with his illusions and also another time he got a win by actually just physically beating him. He's beaten Spider-Man 
experiment a number of times with illusions, various gases, hallucinogens, holograms, and again, one time just physically just beating him. My favorite time that Mysterio beat Spider-Man was when he kicked him in the no-no danger zone so hard that Spider-Man fell to the ground and wasn't able to move. I just wonder what's going to happen to Darkwing Dunk if he gets kicked in the no-no danger zone. I'm not saying I want to see it, but Disney make it happen. He's also beaten the She-Hulk with a blast of knockout gas to the face. He beat this character named Mr. Hyde who's a similar power level to the thing, and he did it with illusions and knockout gas quite easily where he was just standing there with his arms crossed and going like, that's what I do, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I do. And if this doesn't include all the times he's made opponents leave the field of battle because his illusions, his hypnotism, and psychological manipulation convince them to do so because they're just out of their mind at that point. Now, keep in mind, Darkwing Duck has been hypnotized in the show. The episode called Dirty Money, the villain Ammonia Pine uses a device to hypnotize Darkwing Duck and turn him into her personal maid. That's fun. And that was for the entire episode until Gosselin Millard saves him at the end. And he's easily fallen for illusions. In the episode Days of Blunder, a a villain known as Quacker Jack poses as a psychiatrist and convinces Darkwing that being a superhero isn't right for him, so he gives it up. In the episode Stress to Kill, Darkwing goes to a stress-free clinic run by the villain Megavolt, who brainwashes him very easily into submission. So here's how this battle is really going to go down. They're going to face off. Darkwing Duck's going to make fun of the fishbowl on Mysterio's head, like Ray just said, and he's going to reveal how beating this new opponent will be a piece of cake. Mysterio takes notes of the arrogance and overconfidence right away. Now the battle goes on, and it's a brilliant spectacle as Mysterio conjures up dazzling array of illusions. You know, St. Canard's familiar skyline morphs into, like, dreamscapes, and it's got towering beasts and spiraling vortexes. Darkwing, known for its agility and quick thinking, is momentarily taken aback, but swiftly adapts, darting between the threats and launching his patented gas gun, which proves completely ineffective due to the fishbowl Mysterio's wearing, and any of this knockout gas just doesn't get to him. Mysterio's illusions, though, were persistent, each one replaced by another, forcing Darkwing to a relentless dance of evasion. Mysterio then attacks with blasts, electricity, fire, and superhuman strikes, powered by the Tekken suit, and with every attack, every strike... Darkwing Duck just gets up and continues to press forward thanks to that Toon Force. Realizing there's much more to the strange duck opponent than you realize, Mysterio uses illusions and seemingly disappears from Darkwing Duck's view. From a safe spot nearby, Mysterio goes to his second strategy, hypnosis. And this is where things get fun. There's chaotic illusions, intricate patterns, all this kind of stuff. And Darkwing's mental defenses, just as it's been done before, melts away. And all of a sudden, his judgment gets clouded. His thoughts become increasingly sluggish. He struggles to resist the hypnotic result, but the persistent bombardment begins to take its full and just when he's wrestling with hypnosis Mysterio launches his final assault, a dense cloud of that hallucinogenic knockout gases, and the gas get him, and that's what finally puts him into that fetal position, crying on the ground, unable to fight, putting him completely under his control, under his control as has happened a few times on his show, without any outside interference to help save him, which is what he needs to get the win. In the end, this is just one way Mysterio could get the win, but put all this together, this is why Mysterio wins, this is why Dr. Wing Duck loses, that's my point number three. Uh, I mean, if that's good enough for you, James, let me explain to you why it shouldn't be good enough for our esteemed judge today. First off, Mr. Hyde. He has a win against Mr. Hyde, saying he's on the level of the thing, the thing who once knocked out the Silver Surfer with a punch. Don't think he's on that level, but also Mr. Hyde, not exactly a thinking man's thinker, if you know what I mean. And it, these examples with Darkwing Duck getting hypnotized, that was all in like a voluntary therapy sessions that a bad guy influenced. Is Mysterio suddenly going to pull out a couch 
and start to shrink his head like he was on the episode of The Sopranos or something. I don't see that happening. It just doesn't seem likely. And he was able to use this illusionary hypnosis to trick people and hypnotize them, again, based on the fact that he knew who they were and he knew their loved ones and he knew what to throw at them in order to break their minds. He doesn't know that here. And yes, Darkwing Duck has had help from Launchpad McQuack, Goslin. It's often the case where outside help helps get him to the spot he needs to get. And then he finishes the villain at the end of the day using his supreme uh, combat ability and gadgetry to pull the win out. He, you know, they can get him there. That's fine. But he's already there in the example that we have here. Mysterio is all about emotional manipulation, but there's no emotions to manipulate here, right? Remember Mysterio in the comic books tried to kill Spider-Man because remember from using gas for so long, he got cancer. He got really, really bad cancer and only had a year to live and said, before I go, I'm going to kill Spider-Man. Went to kill Spider-Man. Spider-Man was a clone. Wasn't even the right guy. So he said, all right, I'll go kill, I don't know, Daredevil. And he went on, did all this messed up stuff to Daredevil and his family. And he realized he wasn't having any emotional impact on Daredevil whatsoever. So what did Mysterio do? He shot himself when he realized he couldn't win. That's where we're gonna get here, the Toon Force. He's gonna throw everything in the kitchen sink at Darkwing Duck, who's gonna bounce back and bounce back. Finally, Quentin Beck is gonna get frustrated just like he did with Daredevil. He's gonna realize there's nothing I can do to put this guy down. I don't have any family members or anything. Maybe if I went and researched this guy, I'd come up with something, but I don't have that now. I gotta get out of here. He's gonna fake his own death and he's gonna take off and plot his revenge, but that's a loss in a who would win battle. Mm. Interesting points. Interesting points. All right, Al, you've heard three points from both Ray and myself, and it's time for you to make a decision. Take us through your process, tell us the story, if you will, and reveal who you think wins this battle between Darkwing Duck and Mysterio. All right. So, you know, we started with the tech. Fantastic, fantastic technology you guys were talking about here between both Mysterio and Darkwing Duck. The, the gas gun, the gears, you know, the, the, the freeze gun. Again, this is no prep either. So on this level, I don't think that Mysterio holds too much of a bar because, again, when it comes to the manipulation, if you can't study someone, what do you know to manipulate, right? And then the uses of the gases here from Mysterio uh, towards Darkwing Dung, I think, would be very ineffective in that side of the tournament because, again, Darkwing makes his own stuff. And I think Darkwing is above a Batman. I think he's very shadowish, very Sandmanish in himself, you know, the old school Sandman. So, you know, I mean, so he and he's intelligent as well on the creator of these gases. So gas is not going to be effective towards Darkwing Duck in this one. All right. So on, on the technological technology side, even though Mysterio got some dope, dope stuff, I think it's going to kind of be ineffective uh, towards uh, Darkwing right now. Now we go to point two, which is the physicality. All right. Yeah, Mysterio, I give him credit. Yeah, stuntman, well, strong person, smart, knows his stuff. But, you know, dark wind done, dark, quack, foo. All right. Unknown on Earth, right? And this is a, a random meeting. Who knows where the hell these people from? It is a multiverse battle. So obviously they don't know each other. And I don't think that uh, Mysterio knows what quack foo is. Um, there's a height advantage because you keep saying about punches and kickings. But you know what I mean? If Mysterio's way tall, six foot tall versus a three foot duck, it's going to be kind of hard to try to bend down and hit him you know possibly a kicking in there but i think that darkwing duck is going to be moving chucking and jiving and, and making his moves because again he was a swords myth of swords play on that zorro level all right so on that physicality and again 
tooth force, baby. <laughs> P- predictive filter. Um, he has the aura. Um, again, it's going to be very hard for Mysterio to hit him up and get close to him because he's going to have to get close to him. But again, that height advantage, I think that is going to be in favor of uh, Darkwing at this point. Man, you're not looking good, James, because that point is his as well, the Darkwing. I mean, so this is already two out of three. Right? And on that last point, again, there's the constant uh, speaking of the Toon Force. It's true. The two forces unstoppable versus somebody like Mysterio. Mysterio has wonderful tech and science, technology, and all, but when somebody has a limitless pocket of weaponry, all right, and you know he has the gas mask too, just in case there's a new gas. You say he may forget. Yeah, he may, but I think he's immune. The only thing that I won't agree with on Ray with is the the grappling gun. There is no way that the grappling gun method would ever, ever work on Mysterio. This would be a toe-to-toe battle. And at the end, it is through uh, Dark Wing's intensity, the fact that he is an unstoppable force similar to a doomsday, because as Ray said, you know, he became dust and came back from that bad boy. He's just an unstoppable force, a relentless force. Mysterio is a quitter. You know, he's a loser at the end of the day. If he can't have his way, he gets into his own head. So, and that is, that's the the greatest fault he has. Because if he fails, he overthinks, does too much. He messed with the wrong one and Daredevil, obviously. And you saw what he did there. I don't think that he could handle Darkwing on any level uh, at all. All right. So, folks, my decision is Darkwing Duck. Unbelievable. Listen, I'm going to tell That's you right now. right. I'm going to tell you right now, Al, first of all, you're a genius, and I loved a lot about your analysis, but I'm going to tell you right now, here's why you're wrong. Because Darkwing Duck has been defeated and well over two minutes using mind games and psychological manipulations and, you know, hallucinogenetics. And that's what Mysterio is known for. He's not a physical force. He's done this to people that are also like the thing to Fantastic Reed Richards, to Susan Storm, all insanely smart people, Spider-Man. And you're saying Darkwing Duck, even though he's insanely durable with some Toon Force and he can regenerate, but his mind is his weakest weapon. And that's been used to defeat him the same way that Mysterio does to other people. I got to disagree with it, but I stand by your decision with a little asterisk of I don't agree. All right, race to Canis. He got the victory. Not because you're good, but because uh, Almega is that smart. Tell the Legion of Audience how you feel right now. Almega is that smart because I'm that good. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Judge of the year, Almega. I want him back every episode. I was getting on him a little bit halfway through the match. I didn't think he was appropriately listening to my points. But then you came out with that judgment, and you proved me wrong, sir. You listened to every single word that I said. And at the end of the day, after listening to every brilliant word out of my beautiful <laughs> mouth, you said Mysterio could never have with Darkwing Duck. It's a one-sided affair at the end of the day. Not even close. 13 times out of 10, Darkwing Duck wins this battle. I think, James, you might have had an argument if Mysterio knew who Darkwing Duck was ahead of time and got to plan something. That's a different battle, but that's not a who-would-win story. And that's why I'm great. Thank you, Al, for agreeing with the truth. Let me tell you, you, I'm surprised myself. 
Al, I know you don't feel, <laughs> Al, I know you don't feel good about yourself right now, and I don't blame you. And uh, you and I are still very cool, very tight in the whole thing. But uh, even though I think you're wrong, the thing is, Al, <laughs> you have a certain way of presenting information that is just both fun, insanely, insanely in-depth, perceptive, and you just bring a lot of you bring. What I liked about your judgment, to tell you the truth, is the fact that you brought your own flair, your own take on how things would happen. You didn't rely on any of what Ray said, because who would? And instead, you? instead, you kind of said, look, from my knowledge of these two characters, here's where we're going to go with it. So I, I, I get it. I wasn't quite up to par with Al Mega today. I do feel I defeated Ray's argument, so I still see this as a kind of a fun win. Plus, on top of all that, you and I still don't like musicals, so we're good. Yeah. All right. We're still friends. We're still friends. It's all good. <laughs> Al, you did a great job as a judge. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for all your continued support with uh, ComicCrusaders.com for the Who Would Win show. You are absolutely an incredible human being. In the meantime, tell the Legion of Audience, our fan base, where they can find you online. You can find us everywhere at Comic Crusaders, all right? On all socials. On YouTube, it would be Comic Crusaders World. But you got to go and visit the greatest website ever at ComicCrusaders.com and check out all the contributions by my amazing team, the dope reviews, the product reviews, the comic book previews. We got it all, baby. Bring it, bring it, and enjoy. And continue the crusade. Heck yes. All right. Listen, Legion of Audience, all, all kidding aside, uh, do yourself a favor. You know, Go to ComicCrusaders.com. Check out everything they do because they are an amazing one-stop shop of geek culture, and we can't recommend them enough. They are awesome. All right, Ray Stacanus, you got another win. Again, I completely disagree with Al's statement, but again, I didn't realize I was debating Al Mega today, and that's a whole level of genius I was anticipating. I'll know better next time. Tell the Legion of Audience where they can find you. Much like Mysterio can't handle it when things go awry and his plans are all turned to dust. James Gavsey is inventing conspiracy theories and alternate fact scenarios to explain away my dominance. That's the sign of a broken intellect. I'd be surprised if James even comes back next week, but even if he does, he probably isn't winning another match the rest of the year because I'm like Hans the Butcher at the Happy Trails campgrounds. I'm a freight train going through every everybody. There are no exits. There is no escaping. I'm getting there to you in the final square and I'm grinding you into a bloody mess. Darkwing Duck is a great character, big fan of the Disney afternoon and Disney cartoons in general. Hey, Disney, have you heard of the Who Would Win show? Maybe you should pick us up. I'm just saying, James, get on the phone and set something up because Disney, and I'm telling you right now, folks, at Disney with posts for this show, they need to know that we are here, we are serious, and I am ready to take over the Disney Plus Network. You can find me on Twitter at Almighty Ray. We, of course, are going to be celebrating every single way. This is starting to get easy, everybody. This is starting to get a little bit too comfortable for me. I might have to challenge myself next week to add a little bit of stress to my next victory. Uh, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Racy Canis is why we can't have nice things on this show. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram by typing in at James Gads. You remember, join the official Who Would Win Facebook group to make a suggestion for a matchup for the show and be part of our growing community. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at Who Would Win Show. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you go for your podcasts. On behalf of myself, Racy Canis, and the rest of the amazing Who Would Win production team, thank you once again for checking out another episode of Who Would Win. We'll see you next time.
Hi, I'm Erica. And I'm Cassandra. And we're the hosts of Trashy Trashy. We're a podcast filled with trashy news stories and garbage people. Did you leave the scene of an accident to go tanning? Do you refer to wearing the strap down on your Crocs as sports mode? Have you ordered Domino's online before they even open in the morning? Are you switching the same AAA batteries from your TV remote to your vibrator instead of just buying more batteries? Or are you normal? Check us out wherever you download podcasts. Hey gang, I hope you enjoyed this episode and love listening to the show as much as we enjoyed making it. Quick reminder that you can support us by going to patreon.com slash show right now. Okay, gotta prepare for next week's episode. Hope the rest of your day is full of wins.